It's Friday. It's Treadmill Talks with me, Matt. It's me, Jay. You ready? Let's do this. Welcome to this week's episode of Treadmill Talks. This week we're going to be covering gym intimidation and gym culture. Um, It's a topic that we've had quite a few people message us about. Um, And also it's quite a controversial topic, I think. Um, And we're going to discuss the hot areas, should we say, of that topic. Definitely, yeah. Um, A lot more people joining the gym these days, which is a great thing. Um, A lot of people thinking about it. um, And I think that's where this topic's come from. It's now in people's headspace more to think about joining, to want to maybe do things. Um, But almost like the closer they get to it, in some ways, the bigger of a monster it becomes. We've got a few ideas as to why that is, um, which we're going to talk about, possibly in quite a controversial manner. Mm. So we'll apologise in advance for any offence. So diving, diving straight in, right, from a consumer level, I think it's shit because you have to get over that barrier in your own mind that you're actually going to do something about it. You're going to do something yourself. You're going to join the gym and you're going to change yourself. So not only have you now just got over that barrier, then you go to the gym and there are these things and these hundred reasons as to going back to almost that episode we did before about what stops us. Yeah. You know, you get there and the intimidation or the culture of gyms. Now, there's, there's things and we'll list through them. You know, you've got the, the clicks at certain gyms, the posing, the, the pictures, there's things for people doing for the gram. There's people feeling like they're not at the right skill level to do certain things. Yeah, there's the fear of just doing a, a certain exercise because you don't know how to do it. Um, and all these things stop people from then going past that next hurdle of actually getting on their way and getting doing what they need to be doing to achieve their goals and I think that's that's a real shame and if we can address that issue I think we've come up with a good idea that we're going to try and throw in at the end of this podcast for everyone to try but um, I definitely think something needs to change because it it's annoying if you if you don't understand it the the culture in in gyms if you like even gym etiquette in some respects yeah um, then it's frustrating because it can really hold people back from achieving what they want to achieve in their progress, can't it? Yeah, I think there's, there's like logical bullet points that you can list out um, of little hacks that you... Yeah, I mean, the obvious, quite... Um, I nearly said vanilla ones then, but quite... <laughs> that's probably the wrong word. The um, obvious kind of standard ones of things like... You could maybe try a group workout if you're new to the gym, so you can expose yourself to maybe meeting some new people. You can upskill yourself with some different exercises that will help you help build your confidence, and then you can gain a bit of traction and momentum from that. You can take a gym partner down with you who's maybe a little bit more experienced than you, mm. which is they can, I don't want to say take you under their wing, but they can maybe help steer you in the right direction, give you a little bit of guidance again, which will help kind of build your internal confidence. And then there's kind of like mindsets that you can adopt. So you can, you know, you want to try and get over the procrastination within yourself and and using the external things as an excuse not to act. But if you are intimidated by the environment, which, you know, don't get me wrong, that it can very much appear, I think it's skewed for us. We got we forget this because you normally yeah I mean we're in gym for well over a decade, 
um, showing my age. Um, and it's easy to think that, like, just people don't have these problems, that they just, it almost just doesn't exist. But I can very much say from speaking to multiple members, clients, family members, etc., that it is a real thing. So you've got, like, like I say, mindsets and headspaces to adopt that will serve you. So a good one to maybe start off with, which I always like, I've said this before, is only a certain number of people go to the gym. Therefore, when you go into a gym, other people there generally are thinking one or two things. One, I couldn't care less about you. I'm just yep. worried about me. Yep. And we almost flatter ourselves sometimes thinking that when we go somewhere, you know, the music's going to stop and our heads are going to turn around and be like, who's this imposter? Yep. People generally just don't care. I don't mean that in a, like a malicious way, but they, they just generally don't. And the other school of thought that sort of couples with that, I think, which is a good, um, you know, mindset to have is that people actually generally think the opposite. They think even if you're at a very, very basic level of ability, it's like, I really like the gym. Oh, and here's someone else that really likes the it's gym. It's a common interest. Yeah, yeah. or is, is on some level like-minded like me. Um, and they think of that as a positive. They don't think of that as a negative judgment on your ability level. They think, oh, here's someone who's... Lots of people don't like this, and here's someone that does like me. That's and good. Honest, at least you've got a few hours and actually doing something about it as well. Yeah. I think you've got to remember as well, and this, the harsh reality of it is, and this is like a lot of things in life, no one gives a fuck. No. No one really cares about you or your egg, like your Instagram, or... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let me laugh. Like it's a school personal joke. <laughs> so he's giggling away because I called it an egg Instagram. I don't know if anyone else does that, but we do that. Um, it, look, no one cares. Is my point. You you go to the gym for you because you want to achieve what you want to achieve. If you're training away, no, I can almost guarantee it, there's going to be the one person, of course. But ninety nine point nine percent of people in the gym don't care about what you look like or what you're doing or what you're training in that, that moment at that time. They're too worried about themselves. We are, as a, as a species, we're too self-obsessed. We're too much obsessed about what we're doing and what we're achieving and no one really cares about what you're doing. So just do it for yourself and get yourself in the gym and fuck what everyone else is thinking is what I think. Yeah, that's, um, that's like a, a good starting point is the kind of almost like the galvanising, the just do it. You know the sort of get stuck in, yeah. yeah, and you know being a bit single-minded and thinking if you want to make moves in regard to your own personal transformation, then you need to kind of protect that and act on that, um, and be a bit selfish with that in the sense that that's your journey, your mission, so and yours alone, really. So it almost doesn't really matter if there is a negative judgment, mm. not that there is, kind of generally. Um, yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on the current culture? Do you think you've seen a bit of a shift of anything different over sort of the last three or four years or this year? I reckon, very vaguely, I reckon there is an increase in people over the age of 30 going to the gym. Yeah. Um, there's been an increase in females in gyms and yeah. becoming more active. Um, and then overall, I think there's just an increase in terms of numbers within gyms just from a from a, a bottom level up if you like I, I think there is an overall increase as well as those sort of two subcategories if you like um, I think so I got um, a list of things together of people uh, of things that people find 
uh, intimidating in the gym. And one of the top things was things like people posing, people taking pictures in the gym, and things like that. What do you think? Yeah, I can see how that would, uh, that would rise to the top if that would be something that would be a consideration. You put yourself um, in their head. If you're, if you're walking into a gym for the first time, and it's difficult because obviously the amount of time you've been in the gym, but if you put yourself in someone's head, I can really understand that you've, you've signed up to this gym and you walk in day one, you think, I'm going to do this, I've got this. The first thing you see is someone that's in really good physique, really good shape, taking a selfie in the mirror or flexing, and your equipment that you want to use is right next to there. You're going to go over there? Probably not. If, if I was to put myself in that headspace, I could see how you would find it easy to, if you were already looking to excuse make or you were, were struggling for motivation to be there, you'd see that as an additional barrier. But if you've never been to a gym as well. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, even more so. you've stepped up to sort of say, I'm going to do this, you, you've got this vision of what it should be like, and then you get there and you see something like that. It's going to put you off. It's, I think that can vary from person to person. I think some people get very inspired when they see people in good shape and they think, like, that gives them a bit of you can do it too and kind of like no one's, no one's different. Yeah, I, could, I could do that as well. Others, I think, can be potentially intimidated by that. I think the, the posing aspect and people filming themselves doing lifts... I mean, I actually really like that in terms of measuring results, looking back at your form, um, you know me, I love the aesthetics game, so I'm always looking, not necessarily from a narcissistic aspect, but from a self-reflection, yeah. yeah, progressive aspect. I think if but, someone is doing a comedy back and biceps posing routine in a pouch on the gym floor that lasts eight minutes, yeah. you, know, you maybe could find a private studio to do that if you're an on-stage bodybuilder I get that you probably want to upskill yourself and some of the routines and that's a that's a part of the presentation for someone that is competing you would maybe do that in a slightly more isolated area because that wouldn't be common gym inverted commas gym practice mm. um but yeah I, I think more people are going to want to are wanting to and you know film themselves for things like Instagram um, um, and some of the social channels and that. And I think that is, we spoke about this briefly when we did the social media one, I think that's fueling the gym becoming more popular as a whole. And anything that's doing that is inherently good. Yeah, well, it's advertising, it, isn't it? To everyone, yeah. It's advertising fitness. And I do get as well how... The thing is, now that I'm where I am... It doesn't phase me, and I like you, I appreciate it, because actually when I see that video online, it gives me tips, tricks, advice, motivation, etc. I, I do see it, I do see it from the beginner's aspect as well, the beginner's viewpoint as well, should we say. Yeah. But it's almost unfolding and unpacking all of this. What, we, what I'm trying to say is when you're starting out and you see something like that, don't be phased by it. Like I said, that they're not giving a fuck about you. Don't give a fuck about them. You're there for yeah. yourself. So when you walk in that door, do it for you. And, and I appreciate that they're doing what they're doing. They're doing their thing, let them do it. But understand that that face value culture that you're seeing, that you know, great physique, taking a picture that may be quite intimidating to you when you first join, it's actually not. He's doing it because he wants to provide good value or content to someone else. Or he's measuring his progress. Or 
she's showing her friends that she's at the gym to motivate them get to the gym. It's yeah. helping others potentially, and it's not necessarily that face value intimidating culture that we might all initially think it is. I think that's where I'm trying to go with this: is that not what you see is what you get all the time. It's that sort of read a book by its cover thing. If you're not coming, yeah, from. I think very few people are filming videos or taking pictures to contrast themselves against people that don't do anything and say, how good am I? I think they're more, in some ways, celebrating what they're doing. Um, if they've got aesthetic goals, they're using the pictures as progress markers yeah. and that kind of thing, which is more of a personal thing. I think one thing that frustrates me as a trainer is people all often think that certain parts of the gym are off limits for different reasons. Yeah. Um, I've seen this a lot with kind of clients where I'll try and encourage them to get in to do different workouts in times that they're not with me for a number of different reasons to try and work on areas of weakness, to try and repeat lifts that are going to help build their ability. And they really just feel completely out of place when they're not with a trainer or a friend and I think that's that's a shame because that's so, that upsets me. Yeah, it is because it's first of all, absolutely no part of the gym is off limits. There is no sort of guys only. There can be girls only places in certain gyms I'm aware of, but there's there's very few machines that are reserved for a certain inverted commas kind of person no, or never. anything like that. It's, so. One of the best things you can do is kind of really just dive in head first, which I realise is probably easier than said than done if you are someone that's quite intimidated. Um, but one way around that is to maybe, you know, sales plug alert, is to think about maybe doing a one-to-one coaching session or to do a group exercise workout or something like that that will upgrade what a gym session looks it's like that for plan, you. Isn't it? Yeah. Like having that plan to actually go in and you, you almost can put the cruise control on, can't you, in terms of you just go to where the, the workout plan is taking you and, and do that routine rather than, well, I really fancy doing that exercise, but I'm not going to go there because there's a six load of meatheads and load of roid cages and I'm not going to go in that corner because I'm too afraid of walking past that big mirror where they're all stood. You just want to follow the plan, almost sort of, Go in, head down, and keep going. I mean, it's consistency, isn't it? It's keep going every week and becoming familiar with the environment, I think. And on that as well, sorry, just before... I was going to say, the, the biggest thing as well is people don't talk. Do you notice that? Yeah. It's bizarre. It's, it's a bizarre environment that actually... Certainly when you get into a routine... I mean, I go to the gym every day. Now, whether that's for a 10-minute stretch or I'm doing a full-on session, I'm at the gym every day. Now... For a long time, I'd turn up, headphones in, do what I've got to do. I'd be there an hour and a half a day, and I'd leave. And I hadn't spoken to anyone. Yet I saw the same people every day for about a year, 18 months. And I didn't even know their name. And I just think there's something to be said for actually almost be bold enough to take your headphones out, put your arm out and say, I'm Jay. Nice to meet yeah. you. Like we see each other in all the, and make a joke of it. Like we see each other all the time. I'm always asking if you can jump in between sets or whatever. Like I'm joking. Yeah, nice just exchange like a little bit of banter. I think people that commute on trains often say about this. They often sit a, across yeah. from someone five days a week, fifty weeks of the year, and then they 
don't know where they work or where they're going and they share like it's a 55 minute train trip trip and it's like we could probably but the we could have a new friend here like if if i just if one of us was just slightly proactive on the platform to be like oh you know you again you know like and it's and i think especially in the gym one if you knew and you've got a bit of an ally um that can really help because massively you've then potentially got if you say if you're sharing a kit with someone you've potentially got a spotter um who can help you and squeeze out a couple of additional reps you know if you've if you're a bit cute about it and they're a little bit ahead of you on the uh, bit relative but on the fitness journey they might be able to share some information with Motivate you or something you. yeah like and but even when they're stood in that corner and amongst all those roiders that you, you're worried about going over to that's a little it's, you, it's like a little branch isn't it you can go over and get involved just side note when not we say roids. no when we when we say roiders we mean more of just not a personal attack on people on steroids I no, think we should not, because yeah. neither of us have got and been serious <laughs> disclaimer we, we actually haven't got anything against anyone that makes a personal choice to do anything like that we're just no, of course. grouping a stereotype of a group of unapproachable people at the gym almost like comic book characters and referring yeah, yeah, to them as roiders yeah. so just a side note on that as opposed to massive arms yeah just like we're f- for really unapproachable yeah like so something out like the beano or the bandits don't yeah. come near me otherwise i'll spit my sweat at you kind of yeah thing. sort of like, yeah <laughs> like sort of a bulldog chewing a wasp type sort of expression so yeah that's just just a side note just for the energy behind the conversation if they're referred to as that that's just yeah, anyway, back on topic. Yeah, we're in our own <laughs> casual. I've lost my train of thought. Oh, well, so we were saying um, too many disclaimers. We, couldn't, we went too professional for a moment there, which is. I feel like this is the cue um, for some discounts. No. <laughs> 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 we're coming um, <laughs> to get the. <laughs> he keeps trying to get the strap lines and he's desperate to launch the merch. Let's Don't. Get the Capri's hook up. <laughs> <laughs> we, need more, we need more oh, listeners no. first we need to provide more value where were we um, yeah and I think that's the um, make a friend there we go make a friend make a friend in the gym is the thing and gyms can be social places I think I saw something well, look how we met exactly yeah a, a blossoming romance yeah. no. and I did read and I think it was Radio 1 the other day was saying the other, that you're now statistically more likely to meet your partner at the gym than you are on a night out Apparently, really? yeah, that's actually true. There's um, uh, 25% of... Why eight... are you announcing this after I just said this is how we met? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> subconscious slip into... Um, but yeah, apparently eighteen to uh, 25% of 18 to 24-year-olds are completely teetotal. Um, and wow. less people are doing the whole pub on a Friday night nightclub type thing because more people are looking after their health and wanting to maintain more of a positive, active lifestyle, which is consistent with the numbers of people joining gyms increasing. So, um, so off topic now, I need to, you just throw me a parachute and we we'll get back to where we were. So we've said so far, that the idea is make a plan and, and find a friend. So make a friend. Make gym a, friend. Yeah, find a plan. Uh, make a plan and make a friend. And I think that's good advice to, to get anyone started in the gym as well. Yeah, I think I've said this a thousand times and this will probably get said again. And it is 
if you're new to the gym, it is just process goals first, not results goals. So it's even if the the gym is full of superhero villains and nasty people, you have a personal responsibility to get there X number of times. If you yeah. said to yourself, you if were going to do three, up, then you're yeah, waiting. you said to you, if you said to yourself, uh, I spoke to you, I spoke about this on the episode we did before. You want to build small wins within yourself first. So if you're forget the plan and that for now, it's just getting in the building three times. And then form habit forming. Uh, the hardest part about going to the gym is going to the gym. So it's just getting there first, and then being open minded to what's um, with the culture yeah. Culture. And it's not contradicting what you said, but I just think sometimes if you it's like I'm going to get the perfect plan, and then I'm going to go to the gym. It's kind of like putting the cart before the horse. You've got to flip it and think like you habit form to go, even if that starts with not the most optimal session that I think is the baseline that you then build on and going back to what you were saying originally I think with you know people feeling like they don't want to go to certain areas I just think that's problematic because I see that in the new year often when people join and they've got this they've haven't almost made a full decision they've just got an intention to do something about their lifestyle so they join a gym because they feel that that's relevant. And then they go and then they do three times a week on a cross train, which I'm not against. It could be worse. They could be sat on the sofa at home. But then they realise that they get a bit of a diminishing return on that over time. Mm. And then they don't progress. And motivational seesaw tips for the negative and then they give up. So I think if you are someone listening that's intimidated by the gym, you've almost got to set yourself short-term goals to habit form and go, but at the same time maintain a medium to long-term goal that you're going to maybe challenge yourself to learn some new things. Because a lot of gyms are not so cardio-heavy now for a reason because of what we know about resistance training and functional training. Like we said last week. So I think as well, there's a lot of... You need to take some... And this is going to be... We'll see how it goes, but I think people, the listeners, if you like, need to take some personal responsibility as well. You said, we were briefly discussing this earlier, yeah, you made a good point with regards to, um, what was the phrase you used? With if, if, if you're going to join a gym and you don't like the culture or you don't feel that it's right, you can start yourself by making that change. What was the phrase you used? Sweeping something? Yeah, that's me. Sweep your own porch or something. Oh, yeah, like it's like they say, you know, if you want to see a a change in the world, you know, if you want to clean up the world, start by like sweeping your own porch or cleaning yeah, your I own love bedroom. That. That's perfect because I think there's a lot to be said for as well. When you walk in the gym, if, if you don't like that and you see something you don't like or someone acting in a way that you're not too comfortable with, then go up and approach them, but not in a challenge mode, just go and introduce yourself, like I said. Yeah. And say hello to them, break that barrier so that you don't feel there is that barrier and you don't feel that intimidation. I also love the bit you just said about um, consistency as well. That's very true and that massively worked for me. Um, and I mentioned this in one of the other episodes about making sure I have my gym kit prepared, uh, prepared um, before work so that on the way back from work I had everything with me and I went straight to work so there was no opportunity to divert away from the gym. It's that consistency of making sure you turn up and that... Because initially I was intimidated when I joined the gym, but that 
forcing myself to go almost each time and making sure I hit the goal of, right, I will go three times this week, I will go three times this week, and making sure I did that, that consistently over time, it become to such a point where I realised, almost sort of out of body experience, if you like, I look back and I'm thinking, what was I worried about? What, what was I intimidated by? I'm now part of that gym. When I walk in, I say hello to the PTs and the manager and a couple of guys in the gym, like, and I'm part of that culture already now. Like, do you know, and that doesn't take long. It takes a couple of weeks. It doesn't take long, but as long as you've got the um, confidence is the wrong word, but as long as you've got the perseverance to kind of go through the early stages. I think another point as well, which is going to lead in nicely to the challenge that we've got, which you're going to yeah, say, yeah. is if you are someone who's experienced in the gym, so if you're a fitness coach, personal trainer, or you've been in the gym really anything over a year two years upwards and you completely confident in the gym you know don't underestimate the value that you can offer to people when you see people who are quite new so it's difficult when you see someone say for example doing an exercise run because i know this from my fitness coaching pt experience people get defensive quite quickly they either think that they're going to be told off or sold to and they don't like either. So you need to be very soft in your approach if you're going to form correct, which I, you know, if you see someone doing something blatantly, ineffectively or unsafely, that's sort of a, somewhat of a duty of care there, especially if you're an employee to do that. But I think if you're just a gym member that's confident and comfortable in the environment, almost reverse it, go up to new people, say hello, be the friendly face, and like I say, don't underestimate the value that you can offer of how you can soften the environment and how you can make that easier for the people that are maybe struggling with the consistency because of the intimidation factor. Realise that the power lies in your hands a little bit and you've got some um, capacity to help with the culture. Mm. So like when we're saying about the sweeping your own porch analogy, you at your gym, as someone who's quite a regular goer, could go up to three people a week knowing that they probably see you as someone who's more experienced and just be friendly. Um, just be approachable. Yeah, because people who often think of people who are maybe quite muscular, especially people who are often PTs, as very kind of like almost authoritarian, really quite drill sergeant type serious characters and actually and then they avoid that i've seen that myself as well i think it it depends on i'm not going to put all pts or fitness coaches into a box because naturally it depends on the person their personality and the gym that they're at and things like that but i've been at gyms before where there is like an elitist culture Mm -hmm. and they will come over and they'll try and talk to you to almost sell to you but it's like a bloody market they're like you know, like on a Saturday afternoon, you walk around the market, people are shouting like 50p for two apples, whatever. Roll up, roll up, personal training sessions. Yeah, like, and you're just sort of getting almost hassled the whole time. Con- conscious of that as well, you, you get the other ones that, you've been at the gym for a year, they've never said a word to you, but you you'd almost look at them and think, I would never, ever approach that person. And I know PTs now that I'd never, I'd never walk up to, not because they're nasty or I know anything about them, but just because... They don't even throw me a conversation. They don't even throw me a hello. You're in that gym every single day. And if we're going to talk about gym intimidation and be ruthless about it, if I go to a gym every single day and you're there every single day, like you've got to meet me halfway. Like, yeah. say hello to each other. Like, we're, we're both here. 
let's build a relationship. Why not? It can only be positive. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's similar just... to what we've done. Like, and things yeah. like this, like treadmill talks, can be created. Like, you look at the fact that one of us has said hello at some point, we've entered into a conversation on a mutual beneficial basis. Look what is now developing. Like, it's... It's a awesome. world-class podcast. Yeah, and you are so welcome. <laughs> Be trending on Spotify number one. You watch. Well, Hashtag why words. don't you? Uh, we were talking about something earlier, like a little challenge for the Treadmill Talks listeners, for leaning more towards people who are qualified in fitness and/or experienced in the gym. Do you want to elaborate further? Yeah, so I reckon if you're happy, we'll do two, two things. We'll sort of merge into one, one sort of aimed at PTs. Yeah. And we'll go one aimed at um, users, if you like, members of the gym. Yeah. Okay. So PTs, challenge this week, before next week's podcast, if anyone can do this. Sorry to button, not necessarily PTs, I would say experienced, comfortable gym people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't necessarily have to be coming from a place of... um, qualified business it can yeah. be from someone who we're talking here to the crew that are fine could be airlifted into any gym in the world and would be comfortable tomorrow no issues know what they're doing yeah yeah so, so you, you right so you explain this one and then i'll explain the well i would say it, that you you know the challenge is by next week's episode you're going to go up to two people who you've never spoke to before um, and just have a value offering conversation where you say something like, how's your training going? Um, what are you training today? And just build like a bit of comfort and rapport with someone who maybe, and you know, you can't always judge a book by its cover, but someone who's maybe at the start of their journey, which is sometimes quite obvious to see based on demeanour, style of workout etc i think that was well, yeah that, that sounds judgmental but i think i think you get where i'm going with that and almost essentially just make that person feel more welcome um don't be asking for anything from them but just really trying just to add value into offering, yeah, yeah just like completely value correcting. offering in the in the yeah i mean the form correcting one i say is tricky because that's that that is a little bit of a, a grey area, and not everyone wants that, and doesn't. In some ways, they might need that, but they might not want that. Yeah, and, yeah. and especially if someone's not qualified, that opens up possibly a little bit of a can of worms. But I think you can definitely have a value offering experience where you make someone almost feel more comfortable and welcome, because you're a gym goer, they're a gym goer, and yeah, that's yeah. what I'd say. Two people by next week. And then on the flip side of that, again, another two people from the member side. Um, two people this week, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, it would be awesome if you could approach two people and just say hello, introduce yourself and make a friend. Just get, get to know someone, as, as silly or as soft as that sounds, get to know someone, break down that barrier. Because for you, that might make the gym, if you are intimidated by the gym or the culture of the gym, that might break that down for you. But what you might not know about the other person is they might also have a bit of anxiety about going to the gym or suffer with how intimidating it is. And you might have just completely broken down that barrier for them. So a little bit of positivity. Let's get out there and help someone. Absolutely, yeah. And from the member side of things, even if you're a little bit, you know, self-deprecating in a jokey way that, like, I'm quite new here, I don't know anyone, you know, I can guarantee you that would always be met with a positive response if you did that. Um, 
in a yeah, of course, again yeah. in a kind of value offering way with your energy because um, I think that's it's going to take more conversations like that and more people from both ends thinking like that that's going to change the culture I don't think you know more social media exposure for the gym or different kinds of exercises or different clothing lines are necessarily going to do that it's going to come from like the interpersonal relationships in the gym that we can control on a local level, albeit, and then, you know, that might just feed, yeah, we need to, yeah. like to say, change the world by cleaning your porch analogy. Yeah, and by all means, if you're struggling to open that conversation with them, you can go up to them and say, look, this might sound crazy, but I listen to a podcast called Treble Talks, and, they, and, and make sure you show them where it is on Spotify and make sure that they give you their phone and that you click the follow button. But um, side of that, you can say, look, I listened to this podcast, Trouble Talks. They've said there's a challenge. I need to introduce myself. So here I am. Yeah. Do it. Get the yeah, podcast out no. as well. Well, yeah. I think um, hopefully some of that resonates. Um, I think like in summary, I'll just say, you know, you, you want to, there's a battle sort of internally and externally going on here. If you're intimidated, you've got to do what you can to overcome your internal barriers to I was going to say mind fuck yourself there <laughs> into no into going so if that is telling yourself that no one cares about you setting up process based goals of how many times you're going to attend thinking that there's no one in the gym that isn't the same kind of flesh and blood doing anything that really you couldn't do or get close to on some with some level of focus and determination for the internal side and then the external side is maybe trying a new exercise doing the challenge, like we said, jumping in on a class. It's building like a community, isn't it? Doing the both things, I think, is the winning formula. Yeah, 100%. So, looking forward then, a couple of next weeks we've got in, within the next four weeks, we'll have had another special guest, won't we? Yeah. Um, and every Friday, you're going to grab another episode and the topic for next week will be released shortly. Yeah. You've been listening to Treble Talks with me and Matt. You can find us on Instagram at JD Fitness Official and at Matt Cowell PT. Give the podcast a follow. New episodes releasing every Friday.